Simply King Podcast, and it's your boy Rodney Perry, King himself, and you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans, simply being humans. I'm checking, I'm checking my camera to make sure I look good. It look good. It look good. I like it. It, it works. It works. But no, I feel like this mask that I did earlier today, y'all, this is for, you know, the people looking on the YouTubes, gave a slight orange tinge to my face, like it had like patchouli and turmeric in it. So I'm feeling real carrotish right now. I'm going to have to do something about that in editing. If I can, if I can. But I digress. Like I said, this is a Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. Make sure that you follow and, you know, make sure that you smash that subscribe button no matter where you're listening. And also, uh, you can follow me everywhere at Kings underscore Memoirs. Make sure you follow um, the podcast at Simply King Pod. Make sure that you also, if you need anything digital marketing as well as creative production related, make sure that you tap in with the kid at Life is King um, on IG and www.lifeisking.com. Tap in, get a consultation, and let's get that idea into reality, baby. Let's create together. But no, today is going to be a special one. It's going to be a special one, y'all. And as you see from the, the title and the description, is you cuffing or not? Today we are chatting about... Ooh, let me, we are chatting about the idea of cuffing season. Cuffing season is actually right now. It's happening as we speak. So is you cuffing or not? Let's get into it. This is Simply King. So basically, what I when I thought about like doing this particular episode, I'm like, all right, how I want to approach this, right? So I'm like, let me look up a little bit of something. Let me move some stuff out the way. I got too much stuff on my desk. Um... Let me really look into it. So I had just Googled cuffing season just to see if I could get some, you know, some some definitions, some some etymology, some history. Like, how long has this really been a thing? You feel me? And I actually came across Mer- it's in Merriam-Webster. There's a Merriam-Webster. That's how, you know, tw- when when twerk and, 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 and bling and words like that, you know what I'm saying? Get into the dictionary. That's how you know it's truly a part of the American zeitgeist or the world zeitgeist, if that should make it into the internet. So that means on a worldwide scale, people are cuffing hard. Hard, you understand? But no, the way that they describe this is interesting to me, and I'm gonna read it to you. Cuffing season refers to a period of time where single people begin looking for short-term partnerships to pass the colder months of the year. Cuffing season usually begins in October and lasts until just after Valentine's Day. (laughs) Um, The use of the word cuff references handcuffs, but it's slang in the same vein as hooking up or getting hitched. Okay. And I think that's hilarious to me. Because to me, I think that, you know, cuffing season is something that is so it's it's truly like a, a product of the millennials. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we are one of the most like we are the beginning of like the non committed, like the non committed alternative 
untraditional dating type of people. We really have always been that. And um, and rightfully so. We've earned it. A lot of our parents got divorced because they were aspirational and wanted to work hard and get married, even though they didn't have emotional intelligence and a lot of other things going on. Right. And also childhood traumas that they never addressed. So, yeah, we a lot of us are, you know, the parents of broken homes. I mean, the children are broken, you know, homes by way of their parents being divorced, things happening, whatever, whatever, whatever. So we don't really believe in marriage. We don't get marriage married as much. And we also have the weirdest sense of the way that we go about dating. We have dating apps. We pe- we meet people at clubs. We have different standards and values, and we believe in all these things. The funniest thing about that definition, though, to me, is how it says after Valentine's Day, because I think that that is, you know, y'all know how I feel about Valentine's Day. If, you, if you've been rocking with me for any time, you know that I believe that Valentine's Day is, you know, a.k.a. your girl's second birthday. So the ladies ain't about to be sitting here cuddled up for a whole two, three, four months even if it's with somebody they know they ain't going to be with. Even if. And not get no gift and not have somebody to, you know what I'm saying, rub that booty on Valentine's Day. You feel me? They not about to do that. So if you're going to be here, you need to be here for then. And then we can talk about it because then springtime, then niggas going to be outside, then we good. You feel me? And then depending on where, what city you live in, mm, mm-mm, But also, I, I came to... Um, Within my kind of like Google search, trying to find just little little tidbits to share with y'all about, you know, about, you know, cuffing season as a whole. What was interesting to me, I came across this Today.com article talking about cuffing season. They brought in a few different like clinical clinical psychologists and licensed marriage therapists and things like that to kind of comment on the thing. And one thing that they spoke to was the connection between cuffing season and overall mental health. Ooh, didn't think it was gonna get that deep, did you? You thought we were just gonna be talking about fucking and dating, didn't you? Yeah, it's me though. So, and I read, why cuffing season exists. We can trace the popularity of cuffing season to the number of thi- to a number of things, but it mainly comes down to loneliness. It's the thread that weaves through the primary causes of cuffing season, poor mental health and family expectations. <clears throat> Mm-mm-mm. We're going to get more into that as we go. Um, across the United States, about 5% of people experience seasonal depression. Each year, according to rent reports by Mental Health America, the winter months can be mentally taxing due to the lack of sunlight or the desire to venture out into the cold. It makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. But also family expectations. It's real hard to get to those holidays and you still, you know, it starts, you know, becoming real daunting when so many people are, you know, expecting for you to bring somebody home eventually and you never do. And so it's almost better for you to have a fake boyfriend or girlfriend or just whoever your person is instead of going back home alone and dealing with everybody asking you where the hell your man or your woman or your person at. So it's interesting. But I have y'all back. I got y'all back because I believe it's a few things we can point out to make your fall, winter into the most productive, most healthy, most the best time and era for you for whatever it is that you choose. So that's why the question is, that's why the question is, is you cuffing or not? Let's get into it. Okay. So for me, I think that, you know, we know that cuffing season is here. And I think that the first thing that you have to do 
to know that you uh, you understand yourself. And right now is the best time to do an overall check. It's the fourth quarter. It's the last three months of the year. It's time for you to check in on you. It's fall. It's getting colder. So you're going to have to change your clothes, probably going to clean your house, probably going to have to purge from something. You have to shift something about yourself because literally everything about the world is shifting. So and I think that's what triggers so many different, you know, mental and spiritual and, 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 and behavioral moods around you as well, you know, around you as well as within you. So truly assess yourself and assess if you actually just need a damn hobby. You might just need a hobby. You might just need a, a new therapist or going back to therapy or whatever. You need to tap in or you probably just need to actually lean in and connect with your friends more often. I think that's something that I'm really taking a note for for myself this uh, this cuffing season, if you will, because um, cuffing season, we know, is a real phenomenon. But we know, as I said before, it aligns with, you know, seasonal depression months as well. So keep in mind that I think that the, the thing that we love to, you know, soothe whatever we going through, whatever we feeling, definitely, definitely the main thing to 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 scratch that itch is some sex, some casual sex, some just somebody to hold you, somebody to cuddle with you. Shout out to Big Ja um, and his two to backs uh, production. I want to make sure I like give put a clip right here. So that y'all can maybe he got a trailer or something I could put right here. There's just some little free promo because I think it was good. I've watched the whole thing and I think it was a really good uh, series on YouTube. You can watch it for free. Um, it came, I think it all came out maybe last year, but it's a real good, like funny comedy kind of personifying how things shift when this time comes around. You know what I'm saying? I also believe Harlem, um, the show Harlem actually also did a really cool little moment where they was like, it was getting cold and they was like, we got to find the big niggas. Where the B.O.N.s? Where the big niggas at? Because that's what cuffing season is for, for the big niggas. And that's something that I've got. I'm trying to adjust to my damn self. You know what I'm saying? Slight tangent is that a nigga body is changing and I ain't never had so many comments. I get I, I, I get it now. I never had so many comments on my body until now um, in, in terms of attractiveness, in terms of one of them motherfucker want me to hold them. I feel like I, all my life I've been getting, oh, you have long hair and you're cute and like your voice. But like now I'm getting like, no, it's your body for real. That was really the first thing that got me. I'm like, OK, this is new. I'm not no Adonis. You know, I'm, I'm I feel like for all this purpose, I'm at the peak of the regular built niggas. You feel me? But evidently, that's exactly what the range is right there. They want that. That's that's the, that's it. You feel me? But. I digress. I do think that we have to assess if what it is that you need is not another person, but something that you need to make more time for for you. That's really what I think people need to consider. Truly, truly. And I I come to that conclusion of like people need to consider those things is because we I feel like we make it worse now. I think now I've observed so much of feeling like what it is that you need to solve your life or solve this moment or solve this feeling is that you need you a nigga or you need you a woman to kind of soothe and to soothe something. And we really do have to learn how to self-soothe. We really should learn how to do things that make us feel good, because when we open up and put other people in our lives, then we have to understand that we are venturing into something that is, you know, truly an undertaking. And it's... You can't you can't have somebody in your life in like a 
undefined or undetermined or whatever type of way. You got to define what it is. They can't, the flow, the flow, the flow shit. Let's kill that. Let's get rid of the idea of going with the flow. You can know exactly why you're here. Hence, the fact that Merriam-Webster refers to cuffing season as a short-term relationship, the fact that Hinge and various other dating apps, actually you can put that you're only looking for short-term relationships, means that that is something, because I think that that's healthy. To be quite honest, I do believe that the idea of short-term relationships is a really healthy thing. And I think if you are going to do cuffing season, let's say this is something that you know that you want to be in, being upfront about that being what your intention is within this fall, winter, um, and being transparent will line you up for success, for you to get that back blown out, for you to find that throat goat, that eater that you love, who ain't going nowhere until after February. You got to be transparent and you can find those people who are going to be transparent with you. Now, I only suggest this for people who are very much mature, which is not a lot of people, unfortunately. But this is, you know, what I say. This is what I feel about it, because I do believe that short term relationships do have a place in the world of dating. I think that, you know, coven season, summer flings, et cetera, are something that we really if done correctly, are really beneficial and healthy forms of dating. Um, because you get to, you know, because you get to see yourself kind of, you know, try out these various different things and have this low pressure romance to where it can build up and teach you whatever you need to become the better partner that you want to be in a short term situation. Because if you are, let's say if you are going back to school or you're transitioning from this to that and you still you know that you're stable enough and content enough and have enough going on. Um, to be able to handle having someone in your space intimately. If you that's the phase that you're in, then you can open up. But you can open up specifically. You got a certain amount. You got a bandwidth, if you will, to say, hey, I am, I'm really going to be available in these type of ways for this amount of time until I move, until I graduate, until whatever, until this month. Because when the sun come out, I'm going to be back in these streets. You feel me? But when you can lock in and do the thing. But the reason why I say this is for adults, this is for people who mature, this is people who have the emotional intelligence to be able to do so, which isn't most people who do cuffing season, but I digress. We have to, you have to continuously do check-ins. And that's where the transparency piece comes in. Because if a motherfucker is falling for you, you need to know that they're falling for you and they do desire more. You feel me? So... You don't want to be blindsided by somebody who's been blowing your back out for, let's say, since, you know what I'm saying, it's October all the way into December. You picking out Jordans to buy the nigga because you, you just feel like he's been doing just that good of a job. And then he tells you how much he loves you and you are so thrown off. It's just a thing. And I think that um, that segues into my, you know, I guess what you can say is my like kind of, you know, another point that I have is that. Physical intimacy is something that I believe is so much easier for us. It's so much easier for us than emotional intimacy, because I think, you know, emotional intimacy really digs into the vulnerable aspects of who we are, the depths of who we are. There's a lot of things that could be in the way, a lot of baggage that comes with those things. Um, it's usually the reason as to why we might show up in certain ways from a physical intimacy, con physical intimacy context. Um, it really does have some type of control or power on that thing or influence on that thing. 
But I do believe that physical intimacy is easy. It's easy to hold a hand. It's easy to kiss a stranger in the club. It's easy to do those things. But what's not easy is for you to spill your heart out and to 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 let to to let that just spill on the floor for whoever want to see it and catch. Um, I, and I noticed this at an early age. I, I noticed how like it was easy for me to just stand up in front of you know the room in class to just talk about myself. But I always noticed how everybody else used to dread that moment. Used to dread the first day of school having to now reintroduce yourself to a to a classroom of people that you either know or don't know. Um, you didn't. You just. It, it was always a daunting task, and I know it has a lot to do with the idea of people being afraid of, you know, public speaking and things like that. But I truly believe that for most people, we have to, you know, under, come to that understanding of who we are and understand what it is that we should express with that. If physical intimacy is something that you do really do enjoy, and you also understand that the level in which initiate your physical intimacy with somebody are really a short list. And I think a lot of people love to make it seem like, you know, you can't just get this, you know, this, this dick ain't free. This coochie, this coochie gonna take a little bit, you know, a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna have to do a little bit more for you to just, you know, get on up in here. And in reality, it depends. It's so relative because we've all been there. We've all been in a scenario where, Maybe we had to really, you know what I'm saying, marinate that thing for a little while before anything happens. Or where we met they ass that first day and we knew we was hunching by either the end of that night or in the coming of days for sure. You know that. You feel that. You sense it. The exchange, the energy, the vibes, or even just the boldness, if you will. You know what I'm saying? And you don't know this motherfucker from Adam and Eve. And all you need is maybe a handful, a few handfuls of information for what your mind is already made up on to really be able to see it through. That's all I'm saying. But emotional intimacy is different, though. With emotional intimacy, we do feel ways. We do we do pause and and wait to see how someone's going to judge how we are and what we present to 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 them. And it's a it's a lot deeper. And it's something that, you know, we all have to work on. It's something that we all have to be mindful of. And to me, I want you to be out here. I want you to be out here being able to really, really, truly get your rocks off, have a good time, but be in healthy connections. And I really believe that we can get to that place if we continuously do the work. If you're going to therapy, you're reading the things that you need to read that inspire you to grow, you're you're. You're putting people around you that are going to challenge you, inspire you to grow. You're doing all these things. Whatever your thing is, the thing that really has aided in you becoming a more mature person and more fulfilled and reach that like level of self-actualization, make sure you're doing that thing. Because then that's when all the stuff that I be saying will definitely apply. And mind you, as I always say, I'm also talking to myself. I'm also talking to myself. I'm not the one who usually partakes in the cuffing season in an intentional way at all. I really never tend to like seek out short term relationships. Um, and I think that's really by way of my own my own relationship history, to be quite honest. Um, I don't think my, I don't think I attract people <laughs> who want short term relationships with me, uh, even if even if I'm. Even if that is exactly what I'm saying, like, you know, I'm just, you know, right now I'm just, you know, whatever that never that never works. That never comes off that way, because I think 
based off of just how I give it up, I think based off of the reaction, based off the desire, based off the exchange, that never is what is reciprocated. <laughs> it's always like, you know, I hear you, but no, I think I want a little bit more than that. You feel me? I think I need a little bit more than that. You understand? Um, but I do believe that it's time for us to, you know, create foundational elements to uh, to every type of connection that we make a little bit better. And I think this cuffing season could be the one time that you do that. Find your little cuddy buddy. Find your cuffing season teddy bear. You know what I'm saying? And get to it. You know what I'm saying? Be healthy with it. Be transparent with it. Um, lock in. You feel me? Lock in. Oh, yeah. To me, I think, you know, there are some there are some things that I think you shouldn't do for your cuffing season situation. I think you should not do this with somebody that lives in the same apartment complex or community as you. You should not do this with somebody that you basically still like pre previously before the cuffing season element of y'all connection started. If you knew them already, maybe you want to get somebody fresh, new work. I'm all about new work. Get some new work for this cuffing season. Don't try to like audition somebody who already been around into a cuffing season situation. It's gonna be weird. It's not gonna be what you think. You need somebody new so that y'all can be on a different playing field and, a, and a, like a level playing field that feels like exactly where y'all need to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm scooting through this uh, through this damn um, outline. I ain't think I wrote something this short. But nevertheless, I really feel like cuffing season can be beneficial to you because it can be a time for you to really get exactly what you need in your life. So let's say if you already have done that first part that I spoke to, already assess that you are good in here. You good with you good with all these areas in your life. So you really do just want that booty rubbed. That's really what it is. That's all. That would that would make that just for the season. Just for the season. Booty rub. You feel me? And if it becomes more than cool, but you allow for the whatever the new connection and what you kind of bring a call into your life to be just that. You understand? But I do have a send it on and I'll let y'all go. Let me get that thing going. Okay. Okay. Today's send it on is, um, it is the last quarter of the year, as I said before, and I want you all to set some goals. And the goals that I want you to set is I want you to do what you genuinely believe needs to, that you need to make more time for, you know? Um, it may be more fulfilling than some new work. It may be, you know, in, in a new body, if you will. Um, but jot it down and make those steps to it on a daily basis. I want you to make those steps on a daily basis. I want you to see and assess your life and be like, you know what? I want to make more time to read in this fall. If I'm going to be in the house, I'm going to make more time to read. If I'm going to be in the house, I'm going to make more time to actually either invite people over or see if people want to get together more often in enclosed spaces like each other's cribs, have game nights, maybe go and do something, you know, some type of, you know, in the in a particular vicinity, you understand? Like we're gonna, let's go, let's go out somewhere and go inside wherever we going, you feel me? Do some cozy things. Um, maybe tr pick up a new hobby, try something new. You know what I'm saying? Making space, finally, you know, adjusting your diet because now you're gonna be in the house more. So you probably go cook more. So 
whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Think about those things and make sure that you also are doing that this cuffing season. I really want to get people to turn down the knob on the priority that they hold for dating or judging dating as this element that's really this big gap in their life um, because it's not. Who you're dating or who you're not dating really don't matter because if you're not fulfilled, it means nothing. So that's to send it on. And that's all. That's basically the episode. You feel me? Just a quick little, you know, a quick little boop. You know what I'm saying? Make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure that you tap in with all of my previous episodes. There's over 200 of them. I know it'll take some time, but just, you know, tap in. A lot of that shit's still relevant. Um, <laughs> you can find them available everywhere. Podcast or stream. Um, you can also follow me, like I said, in the top of this episode, everywhere at Kings underscore memoirs. I appreciate y'all so much um, for all the follows. The vibe hour has been dope, y'all. And I have to say, you know, it is disappointing to find out that the AMP app um, is going away at the end of this month. Um, for all those who may be listening to the podcast but not know, I'm going to make sure I put a little, you know, put a little something um, maybe in, in the middle of this to kind of, you know, express exactly what it is that, uh, that my vibe hour is. It's my music curation experience, if you will, um, slash radio show um, that goes live on AMP on Tuesdays and Thursdays of uh, every week and I'm, I'm about three weeks I've finished my third week of it coming up on the fourth week to the, uh, this week so I appreciate you for all the people who immediately started supporting who've immediately been coming in and vibing with me you know it's been really fun but I am going to change exactly how I deliver the show because I have no choice to and I'm going to give you those details so lock in you can still listen to some of those replays from previous weeks so tap in and see what those are and if you're listening to this you know whenever you're hearing this and it's so, certainly may not apply it's cool because you still should tap in and go follow me and you'll probably you'll more than likely see what the vibe hour is for you now whenever you're listening to this okay um Follow the podcast everywhere. Simply King Pod. Make sure that you also follow on uh, Facebook if you're uh, if you're in those Facebook streets. Make sure that you tap in with me and book a consultation if you need anything to boost up your digital marketing presence um, online, as well as if you need creative production. Maybe you want to do what I do. Maybe you want you like this. You like all this. You can have some of this. You know what I'm saying? You can have some of this. We can talk. Let's get into it. Okay. Um, let's get it right. So. This has been the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. I've been Rodney Perry. This episode has been called, Is You Cuffing or Not? And this is Simply Kink. Peace.